Hi. Welcome to Living Large and Hard. Hope you're doing well. Pandemic continues here and there and everywhere. So this is a, a quick one. It's going to be a that's it's like a combo platter. It's a um, that's bullshit segment where you call out what's bullshit in the segment of things ostensibly from my life. But it's related to another podcast that I did, another episode called What the Fuck Wendell, because I don't think enough people listen to What the Fuck Wendell, because I really liked it. Fireman Bob listened to it. He liked it. Hearth, who's mentioned in there, I got a hold of Hearth. He liked it. Uh, Constable Whitebread, who was in County Whitebread and Flipper hit the town or something like that. But anyway, he's in there and he liked that one as well. So thanks for that feedback, all you guys. Now, uh, let's jazz things up a little bit. I make all the stupid intro music, either with this little thing called a pocket operator, which is a 60 buck thing about size, barely bigger than a credit card, and you can do all kinds of beats and shit with it, which is what I use to make this thing I'm going to play next for you to get you off your ass and dancing. Huh? Hey, can you shut that door over there? Because I don't want anyone to see you dancing, because, um... I've seen you dancing. It's not pretty. And I also use an app called Walk Band to make some of the other ones. And all that delicious singing is, of course, me. So anyway, let me let me reach over here in the studio. I asked you to close the door. I mean, for your own good. Because I know you're going to bust a move. And baby. Yeah, other people shouldn't see that shit. So here we go. Here's my newest dance craze creation. certainly worked up a quick sweat <sighs> nothing like dance to uh, shake off the blues if you have the blues which it's kind of hard not to these days things are kind of fucked up as we all know anyway let's get to this so if you want to cheat which I encourage you to cheat go and listen to what the fuck Wendell and you will know what's bullshit maybe because I'm going to throw in a couple extras so let's go first thing Wendell and I are junior high uh, opposite teams I do this beautiful fake at the free throw line Wendell's gone I don't even know he's Wendell at this point he's just a guy guarding me Wendell's gone nothing but paint it's me in the basket a sure two points and me looking like uh, a star making this guy look like a chump instead what happens I come two on the floor, looking up at referee holding back a very pissed off guy that was just guarding me. This guy turns out to be Wendell. And what Wendell did in his anger at me looking at him look bad, he punched me in the back of the head, cold cocked me, knocked me out. Now we go to high school, Wendell and I are on the same team. 
Wendell and I are in practice. Um, I'm guarding Wendell. Once again, getting in Wendell's head. I like playing defense. I liked getting in people's head. So I decided that Wendell was not going to touch the ball in practice. That happened. Wendell became frustrated. Being a man of action, he turns, grabs me with his right hand across the chest, um, grabbing my uniform above the nipple, scratching me across the chest with his nasty, gross, uncut fingernails, grabbing the other side of my jersey, giving me a good yank. And fortunately, because I probably wouldn't be here talking to you now, he does not punch me again. Because this would have been dead on and I might have been dead off. And then uh, Wendell being Wendell, he thanked me for making him a better player. Because that's what he needed to become a better player was me uh, pushing him like that. And I, you know, I was thinking, well, what I need to be a longer-lived human is for you not to scare the shit out of me. And then uh, another time, um, the aforementioned Bill Hurth and Fireman Bob, the IMF force, as we were known to each other, um, we gave Wendell a ride home on a snowy day with my family's, uh, it was my father's car, with my father's gigantic Ford LTD, early 70s, monstrous vehicle. Could fit all of us, yeah, all of us fit in there, no problem. I mean, there was only three of us, but, you know, Wendell was 6'4", Fireman Bob and I were 6'3", Hearth. I don't know how tall Hearth is. I haven't seen him in 45 years, so it's kind of hard to judge. Um, anyway, we're all in there in this monstrous car, and it's snowing, and the monstrous car does not want to get out of Wendell's driveway. Once we get into Wendell's driveway, we are fucking stuck. Spinning wheels, all that good shit. So Wendell goes in and uh, gets his sister, who may or may not have been of legal driving age. No idea. Uh, she comes out, and the four of us are out doing the you know, rock in the car, getting her to go a bit forward and then back while we push, you know, getting that stuff going. And due to the tremendous strength, of the four of us, well, Wendell and the other three of us. We push the thing out and the car backs out and uh, the highway that cuts through town is to our right. Downhill is to our left. She pulls out, turns the wheel, backs the car up towards the highway and puts it in drive, not park, and drives away. Thereby, she is in the act of stealing the family car. Um, Wendell figures this out, you know, after I did, and runs down the street, coat flapping in the breeze, yelling, uh, catches up to her most of the way down the block and beats on the trunk and tells her to stop, which she does. Which, <laughs> I was thinking, if she doesn't, I mean, what the fuck are we going to do? Uh, but she did stop. She gets out. She comes back up. We walk down at this point. The IMF force, we walk down there and uh, get in the car. We walk past her. She doesn't even look at us. 
acts like like nothing nothing at all happened so i mean i admired her for that even back then i was like wow i wish i could pull off being that cool instead of just trying really hard all the time to be a little bit cool and and failing um a couple of quick facts we played against magic johnson in high school we were seniors he was a junior and uh i don't we never beat him also on our team was someone who went on to play another person who went on to play in the pros and his name was jay vincent and uh jay vincent he was also a sophomore while we were seniors but he also made varsity like magic johnson did and i actually thought he was better back then but to watch this guy who came on the team jay vincent and could really i mean he wasn't even good at making layups and then as as he put the work in during the season he became a player like a real deal fucking player and he went on to play uh at michigan state with magic when they won the championship and then he went on to play for the dallas mavericks and you would see him driving around our hometown in his red rolls royce and he opened a record store a shitty one because i've always been into music and i went up there one time and there was nothing and he also went and did federal time for tax evasion Oh, Jay, I liked him. I was washing uh, my BMW one day back back when, and his brother, Sam, was in the next bay washing his BMW. He had a much nicer one. He had a, he had a new 6 Series. Why? Because he was playing for the Boston Celtics. And I said, nice car. And he said, he looked at mine, and he was, he was very kind. Because at that point, I had my... Uh, 79 320 and you know like at the when i bought it it was used and this is who knows how many years later he's got a brand new 635 i was very covetous of that and anyway he goes oh you played with my brother and i was like yeah basking in the glow of you know not doing shit while his brother was a star so anyway what the where are we at here um Oh, there was another time we're getting ready for a game. And down in the locker room. And we weren't, I don't recall us really being somber. We were kind of an upbeat bunch of fellas. So we're getting ready. And uh, I see Wendell. I go, Wendell, you, you ready for the game, man? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready, man. Cool, cool. Um... You sure you're ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. I said, well, you realize this is a home game, right? And uh, Wendell looks down at his away jersey that he's wearing. That was a very Wendell thing. Another time, uh, the IMF horsemen, we used to come out of the locker room for practice and for games. We would go through this little weird-ass 
hallway landing thing and there was a a light a very high-tech light for the 70s that well it wasn't a light it was a button that would illuminate in red and when you pushed it and I am one to push buttons when I see them not having any idea what they do hoping to find out and I never did find out what this one did I would look down through you know locked doors that we could see through and nothing would happen there and nothing would happen in the hall in the stairway behind us and nothing would happen out in front of us uh, I'm also on the subway I like to ride between cars going from Secaucus or excuse me Secaucus into Penn Station from New Jersey and there's occasionally there's the panel there that says lights and all that and uh, even though I know it won't work because I can see that it's keyed off I'll still push the buttons just in case so anyway we go in there and um, that button aggravated me until I decided to make it a non-aggravating thing and it became what the IMF force we would stop in this chamber and we would energize and I would push the button and the noise in my head was that I don't think I ever outwardly made that noise so we would do that and then we're going get going up for a game and uh, we stopped there we always stopped there before we went out make sure there was no stragglers no one was back in the locker room tying their shoes when the rest of us were up there getting ready to hit the court and um ready ready yeah, yeah. whoever the fuck said are you ready said it and we're getting ready to go and my little goes no 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 wait 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 we got to energize and i'm like yeah what the fuck wendell push that button and he did and we went out and i have no idea if we won lost or whatever that was irrelevant at that point the fact that wendell hit that damn button so anyway let me know what you think is bullshit. SoundCloud, I can accept comments on there. I would gladly accept comments on there. You can get a hold of me uh, through Messenger, Micromax Marvin on Facebook. Direct message on Instagram, living large and hard. Shit for brains at Gmail, X-I-T-F-E-R brains, Gmail. You can get a hold of me that way. Any comments, welcome. Thank you very much for listening. I know your time's valuable. I wish mine was. But if you can knock... Uh, I try to keep these short enough that you don't have to make a huge time commitment. I think only a couple have gone over half an hour. I know Mr. Annoying Motherfucker. That episode, if you haven't heard it, someone said, you were awful cruel in that. I'm like, man, you don't know the suffering that guy imparted on me by being such an annoying motherfucker. That one's like a half an hour. One of the uh, memories of Ireland is a half an hour. But I try to keep them short, you know, like 20 minutes or so. So if you're driving somewhere, you can pop it on. I know um, JoJo, thanks for listening out there, out in the great Northwest while you're cleaning houses. Thank you very much for listening in. But anyone who listens, I appreciate it. Man, I'm really sucking up today. What, what the fuck is that about? Oh, I know, because someone told me they like the podcasts. So I'm feeling pretty full of myself. On top of all the people who listened once and said, fuck you, <laughs> never listened again. <laughs> anyway, as always, am I above Route 309, Allentown, Pennsylvania, in the skybox? Let's listen to traffic while we get out of here. <laughs>